Welcome to Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed. It's where you can get questions answered like How long does it take the average man to orgasm? And How long does it take the average woman to orgasm? And also Why is it so hot in here? Audiences agree, it's brilliantly funny. Raylene makes sex ed fun. This show is entertaining, factual, and relatable. There's nothing worse than being halfway done with sex and feeling your vagina shut down on you. <laughs> You've got to see stand-up comedy sex ed. I am ready to go do that comedy show. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to season two of the stand-up comedy sex ed podcast hosted by Raylene Taskoski and some other guest. And today's guest is Joy Nystrom, who is a dairy farmer also a comedian and she has a podcast called sex and waffles it's a comedy podcast about bad sex and that was so intriguing i was like i have to have you on my show uh we had to record at noon because you have already been awake for eight hours (laughs) (laughs) i wake up at three um Actually, I do like a little morning routine. I wake up at three, I have my coffee, and then I go to work at four. And everyone's like, well, why don't you just wake up at 3.45? I'm like, I can't. I physically cannot wake up later. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's uh, my grand, not my grandfather, my grand uncle actually had a huge dairy farm locally here. And so I would go by and see the cows at like Christmas you know my parents always and that that, I mean so I understand the farming world um my dad had a cow actually we had like three cows and they were always rotating through you know oh three's a good number (laughs) three's a solid number one one is a mom one is a baby and one is our next meal (laughs) we're gonna rotate around that's exactly how it happened Right. And so I always had fresh beef growing up. We also had chickens, um, we had goats, we had rabbits. So boy, I tell you, if you are not there to wake up to, to milk that cow first thing in the morning, you are going to hear about it. And so is the neighborhood. <laughs> Everyone will hate you, including right. the cows. <laughs> if you think roosters are bad, get a cow and don't Literally. milk it. <laughs> Where I used to work, my house was like right behind the barn and I could always like hear the cows. And I was like, I have to run my air conditioner constantly so I don't hear them. They get pretty pissed off. It's basically like, you know, a nursing mother when it's time to feed, you know, your boobs are like, hey, better take care of milk out of here. (laughs) They're like, excuse me, stop everything. Take care of these titties. Right. The milk has dropped. Yeah. My others are dragging on the ground. (laughs) The kid's like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you have a kid, that's how that's supposed to work. It doesn't necessarily work on a dairy farm. (laughs) Wake somebody up. (laughs) They're just like, bitch, get here. You are a slave to me. I'm like, I know, I know. (laughs) Did were you raised on a farm or how did you wind up as a dairy farmer? We're going to talk about sex at some point, but I'm just thoroughly intrigued. <laughs> um, actually, no, I grew up uh, right outside of Washington, D.C. And then my family like moved my senior year of high school. That's just up- rude. I, it was. It really was. <laughs> I was it's like, we got so rude. one more year. But my dad like bought like a very small farm. And then my mom's like, we can commute to your high school. And I was like, I'm pretty lazy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting up at three in the morning to go to high school. <laughs> I think that's what 
what I said. I was like, absolutely not, mom. Senior year, I want to like sleep and do nothing. And so I ended up working. We moved right next door to a buffalo farm. I worked there um, and I worked farmer's markets for them. And then they like wanted me to work on the farm. And then they were like, oh, you're a female, like you can milk cows. And it was kind of this like weird transition of like- Oh, you're like a milkmaid? Yeah, literally. (laughs) (laughs) You're a girl, you can milk the cows. Literally what I was, they're like, oh my God, like a female. So the farm was run by like two gay guys. And the boss always liked to milk the cow, but then like he would never let the guys touch her. But then with me, he was like, you have the honor of milking the cow. And I was like, okay. Um, (laughs) And then I like really fell in love with it and I liked it. And then I went to college and I went to like a cow show. So I work like with show cows, people have show dogs. And I just like saw the cows like being pretty in the ring. And I was like, okay, so how do we do this? Like, what is this? And everyone's like, dairy farming? You want to farm? (laughs) You missed out on 4-H because you live too close to the city. Yes. (laughs) I didn't get that experience. So in college of all times, I was like, oh, yes, this is my thing. And I, it was like a light bulb moment. And then I switched into dairy science, which I knew existed, but I thought was for like kids from dairy farms. And, um, I talked to the, the, the advisor. She was like, Oh no, we accept everyone. And I was like, even people off the streets. Cause that's where I'm coming from. I milked um, a cow. <laughs> yeah, I milked one cow in my life, and uh, <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> and like, I loved it, but also kind of hated it. <laughs> and then it's just kind of the rest was pretty much history. And pretty much every farm I work on, they're all like, I'm sorry, what? Like, you wanted to be a farmer? I'm like, I don't really know. <laughs> It's funny because in my area, you know, we have 4-H, we have the Future Farmers of America, we have vocational ag high schools. Like, Yeah, which I did not know that was like a thing at all. And I ended up taking FFA classes because I needed things to put in my schedule because I wanted, I told my mom, I was like, mom, can I work part-time and then go to school? And she was just like, Joy, that's how people become drug dealers. They don't go to school. And I was like, okay, like, I feel like that's a little far <laughs> I'm going to push some milk, mom. You want some of this fresh yogurt right here? Mm-hmm. You want to milk more titties? Like, okay, this is a hot market, this white liquid. I was like, people don't even drink this, mom. But yeah, like I had no idea those kind of things like existed at all. Like I went to school, we did like photography and had a dark room at the <laughs> fucking high school. Like <laughs> it was a pretty different environment. I'm, I'm going to say something that will get me slayed on the internet when they hear this. But like, when I think of farming, I, I don't think of white women. No, <laughs> no, you don't. I just, I don't like, I think of two things. I think of, of children that are generation generationally in farming and which their parents own the farm and Mexicans and that's not wrong like I'm gonna tell you you're a hundred percent not wrong on that like I am and that's not a diss in case anybody thinks it's a diss it's not at all you have to work your ass off to be on a farm I know this from family like and I like this is gonna get me slayed for sure but like 
like white people don't want to work on farms and like hell yeah unless their parents own the farm unless their parents own the farm I'm just insane and ended up here kind of by happenstance but it's it's you're not wrong a hundred percent there it's a very very interesting dynamic I think in the dairy world in all of agriculture for sure but like especially in dairy because it it really is like generational people and Mexicans and that's that's it and like I mean I love them to death they're wonderful to work with they're great well I have zero problem with Mexicans every single one I've ever met has been an amazing worker (laughs) and I'm always like you work 10 times harder than anyone else at this farm thank you (laughs) right yeah no I have I am I am not one of those I don't know I don't I don't know who those people are I guess if you're, if you're a racist, you're a racist. I, I am not. <laughs> I'm just not. So out. I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah, I actually have like a whole joke written about that. How like I tell people I'm a dairy farmer and no one believes me because they're always like, first of all, you're not a man. Second of all, like you're like a white young female. And I'm like, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's hot. White young females in those sexy little overalls. <laughs> who yeah. look like who look who can sling a bale of hay and look like I could throw it at you from 30 paces like that's yeah. hot I can take you out like <laughs> <laughs> and I bet your hands are super super strong very strong <laughs> do not put something that looks like an utter out. yeah don't put something that looks like an utter in my hand and then say anything wrong because I have a firm grip. That's actually been like a problem, like giving people hand jobs before. (laughs) I have such a strong grip. And in my head, men are like like, real tight on it. And I'm just like, and they're like, that's a little tight. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. My hands are so strong. (laughs) You're not milking them. (laughs) It's totally different. As much as I try. (laughs) So that was, that's, that was, I was just super enamored by that. Cause uh, like I said, I have a his family history of milking, uh, not milking dairy farms, chicken farms, et cetera. It came down on my dad's side of the family. Yeah. My dad's first degree was in uh, agriculture and then a second degree is in communications. You need, you need communications in agriculture. Yeah. <laughs> Moo. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's first degree was in business administration and their second one was in nursing and her third one was a Real bachelor's way. in nursing and then her fourth one was a master's in public in public health that bitch never she stopped going to school phd <laughs> no she's probably not going to do that she's in her 70s so Damn. but me i have a degree from the school of hard knocks that's ain't nothing wrong with that <laughs> <laughs> And 14 that fully <laughs> and then 14 years of talking about sex so I love that I love that so much <laughs> yeah it's just it was just the weirdest way that that happened so your podcast is called waffles and sex or sex and waffles, sex and waffles. that is so hilarious so <laughs> how did that come about um so it actually was conceived in a Waffle House parking lot and I <laughs> um used to, I wouldn't say I used to spend a lot of time there if there was Waffle Houses in Connecticut I would be there all the time but I used to like either I would be at a Waffle House and then end up at a guy's house or I'd like be at a guy's house 
And then my friends would be like, Hey, we're getting Waffle House. Like, where are you? I'm like, Oh, I'm in some dude's bed. Like, let me like (laughs) get waffles. And then there was a time I had like hooked up with this twin and like, it was the morning and I couldn't figure what twin I had hooked up with. So I'm laying there. laying there and I'm just like wondering like which twin it is and I'm like uh who are you and then he was What's like your hey. name again <laughs> I had no idea and they were like identical twins too so I was just like oh this is bad I was like I'm just not gonna say your name and then he was like hey do you want to get Waffle House and as we were like sitting in the Waffle House I was like oh my god like sex and waffles I was like that's I was like, that's it. I was like, everybody loves sex. Everybody loves waffles or like pancakes or breakfast. And then it kind of just took right off. Well, I mean, in my head, it took off. (laughs) As in, I put in a lot to it and I love it. But like, it started as a blog and then all my friends were kind of lazy and they were like, can you turn this into a podcast? Because I can't read. And I was like, absolutely. (laughs) It's so funny because I'm the opposite. I have the, obviously this podcast. I most of the time don't even listen to it and unless I know there's an issue in the recording somewhere or I said something stupid that I want to take out. Um, I will literally just drop the intro, drop the the basic of it, and then drop the extra and at exit music, whatever, and fucking boop and Edit. upload it. Like I, I don't do that. anything. Unless I somebody that. says um a bunch <laughs> or um I've had barking dogs, I've had um somebody's guy came to deliver their heating oil in the middle of it. And she's like, Oh my god, I have to go do that. So I deposit and I had to edit all that out. Um and then every now and then I'll get somebody who's who I just disagree with, and so I'll just cut out all the parts of them that I didn't like. <laughs> like delete this whole this whole like 20 minute section I don't need any of that (laughs) uh but yeah mostly I just drag and drop and it's been and I'm sure if you guys have been listening to this you can tell that's exactly what I do (laughs) I love it I listened to a couple episodes and I'm like, this is great. Like I don't like I just I that's why I started sex and waffles too was I feel I felt like there weren't a lot of people who like talked about sex. It's still such a like weird thing to talk about. And like, I'm the kind of friend I'm like, Oh my God, guys, you'll never guess what happened last night. And all my friends would be like, Oh my God, you're talking about that in public. I'd be like, yes. 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 (laughs) Why aren't you? Sex is sex. This is some like literally people are having sex. Like right now there's potentially people having sex while listening to this podcast. I'm jealous. I'm going to make that a goal. Listen to sex just, while having sex. It's like, it's like if you uh, have, um, have sex, do it to live music so that you get applause every now and then. That's genius. <laughs> so I'm going to start doing that. Right. Listen, I'm, I'm so old that I have it down to a science. I wouldn't get through the intro opening song. And I'd be like, I'm done. Where are my applause? <laughs> Excuse me. We need to pause for that applause. Pause for the applause. <laughs> yeah. So what's um? You have all right. So you said yours is your podcast is about bad sex. So tell me some yes. stories of other people's bad sex. Oh my god. <laughs> or your bad sex. <laughs> There's so many. Um. Yeah. Mostly it's been just me so far, but also I'll work like other people's stories into it. I think like 
one of the most recent ones I've had my past new year's resolutions has been to not have bad sex. So <laughs> that's been working that's out a good well one. for me. <laughs> Mine my is to have more sex. <laughs> more sex, not bad sex, uh, all the sex. I'm here for right. it. Um, and one of my friends recently though was like, have you ever had a guy on top of you pin you down with his legs and I was like what do you even mean and she was like this guy like interlocked his legs like grapevine style with me and it was just really weird and I was like that's not the weirdest thing I've ever heard in the world but like that was like a strange one and then oh there was one um I did hook up with this guy been like laying low during the pandemic but I did hook up with this one guy who I like asked him to eat me out and I was like hey can you eat me out if you want to like keep going and he just goes oh no that's way too intimate for a first encounter and I looked at him dead in the face and I go did I not just have your dick down my throat and he was like what (laughs) yeah like I've been sucking his dick and then I was like yeah eat me out you know like this is a win-win situation here and he was just like oh absolutely not that's way too intimate and I was like first of all you were literally just inside me second of all like (laughs) your dick was just down my throat but now it's too intimate and he was like you make a really good point there and I was like what yeah, you know what though? This is this is uh, a a, tr- a story. You know, my husband and I obviously we've been together for a long time, and my body count is significantly higher than his, like significantly. <laughs> he had only been with seven women when we met. I had been with seven guys before I got out of high school. You know, like it was that. Like, and, like ooh, honey. <laughs> yeah. So we've never we well, I say we've never had the conversation about the number because first of all, he doesn't want to know, and second of all, I don't know. Yeah, I just know it was a lot. And, um, and, and then he's, he's like, well, I didn't have sex with other women, but I, but he had done oral on them. And, and that's what I said. I'm like, um, excuse me, that is way more intimate. You're putting your mouth on their vagina. All I'm doing is bumping ugly. It's like, yeah, like, I mean, like, I mean, in, in, and I kind of feel like that guy does like that's way more intimate than actual penetration and I think it's just because I have such a weird mouth fetish like I don't want anything in my mouth I don't like I'll kiss and that's about it I can be a horrible lesbian (laughs) (laughs) you're like no it's not good sorry (laughs) I would I would scissor and receive and where's the strap on we're gonna need it thanks but I went, I just, I can't even sometimes the other day we were having, my friends and I were having like a little conversation in the basement with cocktails and the subject of going down went, and I just started to dry heave. And I was just like, all right, stop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh no. <laughs> yeah. I'm told the, the key word is taste. If anybody says the word taste, when we're talking about going down, I lose it. Like, I'm, I'm like, just no. like, nope. No. <laughs> Uh, I just made my own self gag. <laughs> Things are going downhill really quickly. <laughs> it's just me. It's interesting that you say that though, because I've, when he said that, I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, seriously? But when you, when you think about it like that, like, yeah, like it, it is actually a pretty intimate thing 
And it makes sense why people wouldn't do it on the first encounter. I normally give people like two to three encounters. Like if I've hooked up with them like two or three times and they don't, I'm like, okay, all right, let's, let's. We're going to have to request this. We're going to put this in the request line. (laughs) (laughs) This is going into my request box. (laughs) But would that be, um, would that be a deal breaker if they don't? If I mention it and they don't, then I think it's a deal breaker. Unless they have like, unless we can like talk about it. I'm very open to like, if it's someone I'm going to see again, normally all the times like these things have happened, it's always a one night stand. Like that guy, I'm never going to see him again. So, but my theory is always, why not have the best sex on a one night stand? You might not get that again. Yeah. If the world ends tomorrow and that's your last encounter, like, is that what you want? And like, I think it's also, it comes from the point of like, I just always feel like it's always focused on like the male pleasure. And yeah. so for me, I'm always like, no, like take care of me, like fucking do something. Right. But like, I'm also very good at just getting myself off in bed. So I don't really need them, but I feel yeah. like if it's someone I'm hooking up with multiple times or they're going to be around and like, they don't, I'll say something. And if they're really opposed, I'm going to be like, okay, like, can we have a conversation about it? I'm not opposed to like good communication, but if they're just like totally opposed and like, will not do it. I'd be like, yeah, no, unless, (laughs) I don't know, unless they have like the most amazing dick and like connection in the world, I guess I could like make an exception. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan obviously, but it, it would not be a deal breaker. Um, and I think it's because, I, I mean, from my perspective, it can't be because I won't do an oral favor. I won't. Like, I, sometimes I might lollipop it, but I'm probably still going to gag and that's not sexy. Right? It's, it's, I've said it over and over again. It's a mental thing. I have no idea why it's there. Probably because I was molested as a kid. Who knows? Yeah. But I can't possibly say, well, you know, I won't do it to you, but you have to do it to me. Right? Yeah. See, and I could, and I, and I like your perspective on it. Cause I think if it's one of those things where like, we can have a conversation about it and like, obviously like you're married and like, you know, your husband, I'm sure like, isn't like, just put it in there all the time. Like, you know, yeah, no. <laughs> no, nowadays after so many times gagging, he's like, no, 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 no. Just, just don't just stop. <laughs> Get that out. <laughs> don't do that to yourself. What are you doing? Stop that. I think you're that's gonna throw place. up. Stop it. <laughs> I think for me though, that goes into the quality of like good sex. If you can communicate the things you like don't like and you don't want to do, and then you don't have to do them, and then you can still have like good sex, even though you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna do an oral flavor, but like, put it in me, like, do it, like, what, right. do what you gotta do. And I think that goes or the wake up surprise. Yeah, a little wake up surprise. I'm like, hello, good morning. What's what? Good morning. You just opened your eyes and had an orgasm at the same time. <laughs> it's a beautiful day. And like the sun's day. shining in. You're like, everything's great. Yeah. Can't and then you're just day. like, that was a freebie. <laughs> <laughs> just your morning cereal. No problem. <laughs> now I want to go to a winery today and. <laughs> Is it my birthday? I think it is because every day is a celebration. (laughs) It's probably why people don't like dating me. I'm like, okay, so yeah, orgasms and wine. Great. Exactly. No, the reason they don't like dating you is because you have to go to bed at six o'clock at night. (laughs) (laughs) 
I asked them to stay the night and they're like, Lord, no, you wake up at, your alarm goes off at three. I'm like, it's not that bad. And they're like, I sleep till 10. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like I woke up today at the crack of like 834 and, and you know, and, I'm like, ah. and then my husband slept another 20 minutes after that. Like I have a very casual life. And one of the guys on my other podcast works at a radio station. So he has to get up at four in the morning. <laughs> That's what I always joke. I'm like, I'd be good at being in like a bakery or radio station. Like, there we go. Anyone has to wake up early. News. You could do the news, news. morning news shows. Yep. <laughs> They'd hate me. I'd be like, good morning, everyone. And they'd be like, shut her down. She's yeah. too energetic. <laughs> Honestly, if I had to be up at four in the morning, I, I would probably sleep all day, wake up at midnight have my whole day and still, you know, and have it be like the end of my day instead <laughs> like, oh, of the beginning of my day. I could see that. I could like, see that. get up at, get up at 10, go to the club, <laughs> get out at four, two in the morning, sober up, go to work at four, you know, get out at nine and then go to sleep again. <laughs> and then go back to sleep. I could do that. Right. I could deal with that. Exactly. I'm here for that. <laughs> And you can be hungover working at the cows or even a little bit drunk. They're not going to complain. They're not going to complain. I will. Like you have to read a teleprompter. <laughs> I'd sit there and be like, I'm already just lag sick. Can you uh, just, just speak through this? That's right. Just say it in my ear and I'll say what you say. I won't even think about it. <laughs> I'll repeat it right back to you. The cows are like, this bitch. <laughs> if you need to throw up there's a gutter right there and you can just go right exactly <laughs> it's really and i've job. and again i've been on the farm so i know what's in that gutter <laughs> God, my, my ability to dry heave is always right below the surface <laughs> you're just waiting for a reason to gag <laughs> right i honestly feel like uh, I was going to make a joke about a uh, eating disorder, but I don't want any hate mail. <laughs> it's always so hard nowadays when you like want to joke about something, but you're like, I guess that's not appropriate to right. joke about. <laughs> it's not. Nobody thinks bulimia is funny. <laughs> Lord, just make jokes about it. However, yeah. I will throw up a stomach full of alcohol at the end of an evening just for the fuck of it. <laughs> you're just like, like, I don't want that hangover out it goes <laughs> I was fun while it lasted it's your time to leave thank you right, right. exit out of the party and I remember uh, uh watching I don't know if it was a comedic better or somebody had just said it why do we always blame the last thing we drank you know like you had shots and beer and wine and shots and beer but that last shot is the one that was too much right? <laughs> like it wasn't the eight hours previously that you had alcohol in your system exactly that's me. I'm always like, oh God, it was that whiskey shot. And everyone's like, you chugged six white claws and you had wine. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. It was right. the whiskey. <laughs> and then you gave somebody a blowjob and then yeah. you did a whiskey shot. <laughs> I, I gave someone a blowjob. I was fine. And then I took a whiskey shot to wash it down. <laughs> that has happened a couple of times where I've just been like so drunk and like giving a blowjob because I, I love them. And then I'm like, I really had to stop doing it while drinking because I threw up a couple of times. I'm like, this is just not acceptable. <laughs> just hit that spot in the back of your throat. Instead of a pickle back, it's a penis back. <laughs> a penis back. Oh my gosh. That's going to be sex and waffles drink. <laughs> the penis back. 
you do a blowjob and then you do a shot of a cream liquor. <laughs> well, you could do a blowjob shot and then follow it with some whiskey. Ooh, the penis back has been invented. I like this. Exactly. So. Then that sounds like something I would throw up. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be out and be like, Riley, and we're getting penis shots. to be like, no, mm. no. I'll do the blowjob shot. That's as close as I get. <laughs> that's that's the only blowjob you'll do. <laughs> I used to go to a bar. I, I don't know if I ever mentioned this in one of my podcasts before, but um, back when I was a young, uh, just divorced single mom um, and my ex-husband would keep our, our daughter overnight and then I would have her during the day because I usually worked as cocktail waitress and then on my nights off, I would go out. And I would go out with $3.50 because that's how much it took to buy my first drink. And what I would do is I would buy a blowjob shot and do it hands-free. And then guys would buy me blowjob shots all night long to watch me do the shot. A genius move. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't do it now. I don't even know how I could do it then. I can't do it anymore. But it's, it was, uh, that's genius though. Also guys were dumb 25 years ago. They're so, they're still dumb. Like or 30, 30 years ago. It would have been 30 years ago. <laughs> I still like, that's like one of my things is whenever people complain about men or anything, I'm like, they're, they're dumb. Like I love them, but they're dumb and they'll tell you they're dumb. They're like, man, we're right. pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just trying to get our dick sucked. Like, like, I don't know, I, whatever I gotta do. Gonna get it wet. Like I don't, I don't know. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, you see nothing. There is nothing. It's just boner, brain, dick, blowjob shots. They're like, yeah, buy her another. <laughs> I, I want to see that again. Yeah, they're dumb. Oh, put it on my tab. I don't care if she needs twenty. I'm gonna keep watching. <laughs> yeah, but that's a lot of Bailey's Kahlua and uh, vodka to consume in one night. That is, I mean, at least we're like keeping it the same. <laughs> Yeah, but it takes a lot to get drunk on Bailey's Clue and Vodka. Did you ever throw these up or you were just like living on the back? Yeah, back then I didn't have a, um, I didn't need to get sick at the end. I do it now because I just know I won't get a hangover if I do it. Yeah, yeah. Like just get rid of it. My body doesn't have to process it. Good morning, liver. Look at you with your beautiful (laughs) day with your aspirin and your big bottle of water that I drank before I went to bed after I threw up. Good job. We help you out. I think that's why I always say age is a beautiful thing. I love aging. You just learn. You learn so much. Take care of your body so much better. I don't know that I'm taking care of it better. I'm just taking care of it differently. (laughs) I mean, there is always the option to not get shit-faced. I just hardly ever choose that option. And yeah, and the biggest problem is I go to a lot of wineries now and winery, wine from a winery is way stronger than wine from, you know, Woodbridge bottle yes. <laughs> at the liquor store. Like I can drink an entire bottle of that stuff and barely have a buzz. And I drink like a little 750 from a winery and I'm on my ass. You're like, what's in this? Yeah. Actual alcohol. <laughs> the good stuff. The good stuff. Yeah. So I just, if I don't want to get hammered, then I drink the cheap, this, you know, just the sugar water with the pretty label. You're like, where okay, you get a huge ass bottle for 10 bucks. <laughs> You're like, this is a deal. Yeah. Taking it home with me. This is diabetes in a bottle. I might as well just be drinking Coca-Cola. 
<laughs> it's going to be totally fine. <laughs> Your body's right. like, hmm, yes, we'll process this sugar and alcohol as you wish. As you wish. You're going to die young, but you're going to enjoy the time you're here. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> Just going to enjoy it. <laughs> right. Every now and then I look at myself and I'm 52 and I think to myself and I'm like, oh, I thank you. Yeah. No, I'm pretty old, but like I got a bum hip and I'm diabetic and I'm overweight and I'm like, yeah, but I'm 52. And then I'm like, but you have great skin. But my grandmother is 90. So bitch, you still have 38 <laughs> more years. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> That's what I always think. Like longevity runs in my family. Everyone has died at like 99, 103. And I'm like, oh, we're just getting started. But right. like, what are we going to do for the next 80 some years? <laughs> I, f- I feel like there's a the trend where like people's lives were getting longer and longer and longer and longer. But then there's those of, those of us who are coming up now, and we're going to pull that death rate way back down where it belongs. Bring it back. <laughs> Just bring it back. I don't know that I want to be that old. I remember my poor grandmother, the, the one she died in her, I think she was 84, 85. She was, she was up there and she had gotten some sort of something and she was fairly helpless. And she had to add this called stuff called thicket to her food, even to her water and her liquid, because if she drank regular liquid, she would choke on it. And so they had to, yeah. And it's a real thing. Like in nursing homes, there's older people who can't just swallow coffee or water or anything. They have to have it thickened. And so my grandmother was over our house for like Easter and she started to, you know, choke on something. And my, uh, my aunt came up and, you know, patted her on the back. And I, I said to her and I'm like, Grandma, what happens if you if you start to choke and nobody's around? And she looks up with her roomy eyes and her very hunched over body and she goes, I die. <laughs> I, like, I don't want that. <laughs> If I'm old, I'd be like, I worry about that now, though. I'm like, I live alone. Like, I choke on things all the time. I should probably get some thicket. Like, (laughs) I choke on grapes all the time. Grapes are literally trying to murder me. It's like you chomp on a grape and it shoots the the juice right down the back of your throat. But you were breathing because you were eating a grape, not swallowing. And then the next thing you know, you're dying. Um, this is me like it's not grapes it's always like a peanut butter sandwich or yeah that'll take you out oh my gosh I don't even I had to stop eating them because of the time I literally almost died and I had to like make myself throw up in my house and I received like a dick pic and I was almost dying (laughs) with this peanut butter sandwich and then my first thought was like I live in like I lived on the farm and my first thought was I was like oh my god like if I die they're gonna find my body in my apartment they're gonna have to come in and they're gonna like swipe my phone to like get an emergency contact and tell my mom <laughs> there's like, gonna be this big dick <laughs> on the screen they're gonna be like oh <laughs> death by cock like what a freak we hired that's yeah I almost choked to death on a um oh what do they call them they're those it's uh I can't remember they're the thin chocolates that are filled and they come in squares and they come in like the different colored packet 
just like they're bright blue or or yellow or whatever. And I had a caramel. Rolls? What? Tootsie rolls? No. <laughs> no, they're um not Godiva's, but one of those fancy ones. And they always have the stores in the mall and you for $27, you can get a whole bag full of them. And oh are you yeah, so yeah, so the um I was chewing a uh, caramel one and the caramel just coated my esophagus, right? Just right across the top of it. And, and there was a bunch of people around and I used to be an EMT and they say, if the person is still breathing, they're fine, leave them alone. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm going, right. And I'm, you know, wheezing like, and my daughter's like, you okay. And like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm still breathing. I'm fine. But I wasn't fucking breathing. <laughs> And so I ran over to the door because when I'm choking, I'll go grab like a door ledge. I'll pull my own arms up and just like try oh to do that. Gotcha. And that wasn't working either. And my daughter came up behind me and just grabbed me and just did one Heimlich. And I was like, Ugh! and then I started breathing and I was like, oh, I, and like immediately I went down. Cause I was like, all of a sudden I had all this oxygen. And the next day I woke up and every single muscle in my chest and my arms and my triceps were sore because of how, how hard I was. It's called tripoding when you can't breathe because you've got your arms down and you're just trying to get the air into your lungs. And I had been fighting to breathe. And Gosh. like if she hadn't been there to do that, well, what, what sometimes happens to people in a lot of cases is when they pass out and they hit the ground, it dislodges what's stopping them from breathing, oh. which is why they don't die. Um, but if, I mean, let's get a piece of meat wedged in there or something, you're, you're dead, but <laughs> I stink. <laughs> right. I had a girl in my EMT class. It's an absolutely hundred percent true story. Um, where they were teaching us how to do the Heimlich on somebody who has passed out, you know, check their, check the mouth, do the sweep, blah, blah, blah. And he says, you check the mouth to see if there's anything in there. Cause you don't want to stab it back down with your finger. Right. And she goes, if we see it, can we like get a fork and like stab it? I don't know. Maybe she's got one in her back pocket. <laughs> she was close to probably the dumbest person you know in in levels of dumb people it, and it wasn't just that it just like you know some sometimes people's iqs are not firing on all eight cylinders um i think she had a four-cylinder engine and two rats running around i don't i don't know what was going on with her did she make it <laughs> um i i don't think she did but then i wound up taking a job a couple of months later and um and, and i'm my boss also didn't seem to be running on all the cylinders and i'm like how the fuck do you have this business and then one day he introduced me to his daughter and i'm like oh wow You're like oh, the apple did not fall far from that dumb tree <laughs> i do love meeting people like that and i meet their kids i'm like oh you passed it on okay right. <laughs> Right. And I'm like, I'm like right probably in the center or maybe, maybe a little towards the top of the average IQ. But boy, when I meet somebody who's down at that bottom, I'm like, damn. Like, whoa, what happened? <laughs> Can I fork it out of her mouth? <laughs> and, and do you know, like, do dumb people know they're dumb? I feel like they don't. I feel like they think they're smart. Like, I think she probably was like, fork it out. Oh my God. I'm like, that's a great idea. How come nobody's thought of this before? Just get a fork and like stab <laughs> that hunk of meat. 
Like, I feel like dumb people genuinely think that they are Einstein. Right. Could be. Or they're just maybe like, that's, not maybe that's okay. me. Maybe they're I'm not dumb and I just enough. don't know it. Yeah. Whenever somebody does one of those, like, you know, say three nice things about yourself. Like, what are three things that are true? And I'm like, I'm smart and I'm funny. And the third one is up for debate. Like, <laughs> I'm not good and bad. That one's not going on that list. Uh, I am unique. Right. Not that that's always a good thing, but. I always think uh, it's a good thing because I think I'm unique and then I like talk to other people and I always joke I'm a basic average girl and everyone's like you're literally not I'm like no it's fine it's a joke I'm I know right. but I meet normal people and I just sit and talk to them I'm like oh okay you are so boring like <laughs> your life is boring you are boring your sex seems very boring, which is fine for people, but like, I don't know, I'll talk to people like that. And I'm like, everything just seems like it fits into this weird cookie cutter and it's all the same and it's very odd to me. <laughs> right. And I love um, interesting couples. And so do you watch, by any chance, do you happen to watch um, Married at First Sight? No, I need to though. I love that show. I've been watching it since the beginning of time. And I love the couples and the ones that seem to work best are the ones that are opposites or the one where huh. one of them is really outgoing and the other one is much more mellow and they can complement each other. But if you've got two people who are very mellow and two, or two people who are very outgoing, they tend to clash. Yeah. And so whenever, you know, whenever somebody says to me, oh my God, you're going to love this girl. She's just like you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I am going to hate her <laughs> like a hundred percent because no. <laughs> she's going to try to out funny me all the time. And I'm going to try to out funny her and we're going to wind up hating each other. <laughs> right. So, and it's the same thing, like with my other podcast, you know, it's like, we've got two, like what you say, two straight men and two funny men. And, and, and we're all hilarious, but the two that are most likely to butt heads are me and the other guy, because we're kind of fighting for attention. Yeah. Who's the funnier person? I totally, right. I've actually like looked at all of my friends. He's hysterical. He is funny. What's your, what's your other podcast? It's called Undebatable. Ooh. And it's me and three guys between the ages of 30 and 35. Okay. And because they had no idea I was 52 and they asked me to do this. <laughs> yeah, I would have never guessed that. I'm still shocked every time you say it. I'm like, there's no way. Like, she's lying. It's, his, it's hysterical because the three of them are the same age as my oldest daughter. Like, one of them is two years older. And, uh, you know, just a couple poor choices. And I could have had somebody his age. It's fine. <laughs> but, um, but they're all three fairly liberal younger white guys which yeah. I think is really cool because we need more liberal oh, fairly younger white guys I know not you know, but so. I'm yeah and I'm a you know more of a I'm a centrist at best you will you're never going to see me on the left yeah but I am also you know not very far right like I, I just you're not storming the capital but, uh, the, the reality is the problem is that everybody has now forced the right and the left and they're identifying the right and the left as the as the people who are the extremists. Yeah. And and that's not who the rest of the world is. 
hundred percent. And like, you can still be like left with some like rightist views or right, right with some like leftist views. And people are like, no, you can't. I'm like, yes, you can. Can we just, well, I mean, I'm clearly it? very pro-gay, pro-transgender, pro, like all, you know, so I'm right with some leftist views. Yeah. Right. But so anyway, we, but we do have fun. They're, they're a fun group of guys. And, and it, I don't like it when we talk politics because I don't think it's necessary because yeah. there's so much other fun shit we can talk about. Um, but I love that. I know so many different kinds of people. Yeah. That's cool. I, that's what I always love having like, like good perspective on like different people that I know and everything. And like, I like a variety of humans. I like people. Yeah. I actually just posted yesterday. It was a post from like 10 years ago and my husband and I were talking and, and it was like, it shouldn't be illegal to be illegal to be a racist, but it also shouldn't be illegal to punch a racist in the face. (laughs) I I think that should totally be legal. (laughs) Exactly. You can't sue me. You said something racist. I heard it. Bam. Punch in the face. And what everybody says... And then when somebody goes, who broke your nose? Why did you get your nose broken? And, and then they have to say, well, I said this thing and that person disagrees with me. And then the next person would be like, oh my God, yeah, punch in the nose. Punch in the nose again. <laughs> and every time you share the story, you get punched in the nose until you realize that what you said was wrong. And you shouldn't <laughs> say it again. <laughs> right. Say it quietly in your little band of whatever the newest uh app is gonna be (laughs) put it on your tiktok write it in a journal i don't know (laughs) make make a blog yeah i don't don't know what you want to do i don't know like make a weird racist blog sure whatever sure (laughs) don't publish will flock people will flock to you yeah they'll think you're a messiah i don't know yeah (laughs) people are are pretty interesting all right, so I'm going to ask you some nosy questions that I sometimes okay. ask. All right, how old were you when you lost your virginity? I was 18. Nice. Late. Very respectable. <laughs> well, I how was old are you now? Family. I'm 26 now. Okay. Oh, you're still a baby. I know. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite position? <sighs> it's really a toss-up. I think, I think doggy. Every never person fails. said doggy. <laughs> I think it is universally the best position and it never fails. It never disappoints me. Even if I don't like the guy or like the sex, doggy always cleans it up. I'm like, can you just, can you just get behind me? Cool. And we're, and right. I don't like awesome. it's great every time. <laughs> I don't really do doggy because my arms aren't that strong, but I kind of do cat in heat. <laughs> That's a good one too. <laughs> Face down on the pillow. Yeah. Guy behind and uh and also <laughs> and then uh I don't need the guy to do the reach around I'll handle the I'll handle the front side you just do what you're doing back there you, I'm a zoomy it's all good we got good teamwork <laughs> and you're, you're better you're more likely to hit your g-spot back there yeah like it's so I don't know when people don't like doggy I'm shocked because right I like I can understand it but I'm also like you don't you don't even like you don't like face down you don't like a behind you and they're like absolutely not I'm like okay yeah so yeah. Their own. Gra- grab the hips pull the hair like, yeah. like <laughs> bring me in close let's go right. rocket chip and, time uh, and watch that hand or not <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't need to really watch it, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I might be like, hey, stop that. But you know, anyway. Um, do you have toys? And if so, what's your favorite one? Yes, I do. I need to get more. Honestly, like I really you know I sell sex toys for a living, right? Okay. You know you. Okay. <laughs> Just a quick plug. You know. I'm gonna be hitting you up because I need some more. Um, I actually didn't have my first vibrator until I was 25 because I was just like, you don't need that. You have hands. And I just didn't want to spend money because I was poor. But right. Um, I have I love the magic wand. Isn't that is that one that looks like a Hitachi? Yeah, but I have like it's like the small magic wand and I like it a lot. Probably too much. So you like intense. Vibration? Yeah, intense vibration. Yeah. A nice, yeah. A, yeah, a deep, intense vibration. I really like. Did you Did you happen to notice my logo for stand up comedy? Sex yes, ed? I loved it. I also <laughs> loved when I saw your like title and your logo. I was like, I already love her. I was like, I love this concept. I love this logo. I was like, I'm so in. So, just for those of you who didn't notice, that's not a microphone. That's a magic wand. <laughs> that is, that is my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll, you'll pull it out, and guys will be like, "Oh, that's really intense." I'm like, "It's a massager." <laughs> I have used it's it just as a that. <laughs> it's I, um, I, I. The only ones we have are the ones that there are. It's I. I put them. I had to tell some girls at the party yesterday because somebody had said that her last boyfriend threw out her sex toys. And, and yeah, like I would have been like, bring the toys back in. You're out. (laughs) I'm throwing you out. (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 You don't get to anyway. So what I do and it's it's weird because I've been having this podcast for like, I don't know, 50 episodes or whatever. I never can remember what I've already said in the past. So if people are listening to it all the time, like, oh my God, come up with new stories, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, I bring the toys home and I put them under my husband's pillow and then like, like the, like the dildo fairy. (laughs) And then a couple of days later, he'll pull it out. He'd be like, look what I have. And I'm like, where did you get that? (laughs) that looks exactly like what I want. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, the Delta Fairy delivers. <laughs> exactly. That's a good idea. I mean, it's I the same thing with our naughty books. He slides them under my pillow. And then when I run it, like, I'm like, this one's done. And then a couple of days later, another one will show up under my pillow. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, I love it. I'm taking notes. These are my relationship advice <laughs> notes. I'm taking yeah. notes. <laughs> Every now and then you just need a little naughty story to get your going. You know, we don't do, we don't do porn and, and I, you know, and I'm not anti-porn or anything like that. Yeah. It's just not something that he and I ever really enjoyed. Um, the the most naughty we've ever gotten is one night we were in a, a hotel and Cinemax at night came on and we didn't even know that was a thing. And we're like literally five minutes into it and we're just like, okay, turn that off. That's enough. <laughs> it took five minutes. I, I don't even need the sex. I just need yeah. the build up to the story. I, I like the build up and like I love, I honestly would way prefer a naughty story to a porn. Like I'm not anti-porn either. Right. I'll watch it. It depends on my mood really. But like I even, I dated a guy and he was deployed and we wrote erotic letters to each other. Probably one of my favorite nice. things ever. And I'm like, we didn't. That's hot. Have- it was so hot and like I even let my friends read it and they'd be like this is so hot I'm like I would prefer like a dirty text to you being like 
here's porn. I'd be like, all right, right. we can watch it. Here's a picture but... of my dick. Okay, thanks. No, no thank Okay, you. like, can I get the words that go with that picture? <laughs> <laughs> How did you get to that picture? That's what I want to know. What were the thoughts <laughs> what that were going her? through your head? <laughs> That's the other thing, though. Men are always like, what do you want me to say? It's hard. I'm like, I need, I need a lyricist. Uh, I had to tell my husband to stop talking dirty to me. Because it was just so distracting. It was too much. No, no, it was. It was not. It was not good. You know, he would be like, "Do you want me to bang you?" And I'm like, "Do you want to go back to the '80s?" You want me to put it in? I will say, the majority of people who try and dirty talk, it's so bad that I'm like, mm, "It's so bad." Silence is golden. Thank you. Yeah, I will tell you the hottest thing he ever said to me was. Roll over, I want to see your face. Ooh. And I was like, damn. That's okay. hot. That was hot. I'm going to know that and be like, so just say this to me. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hot. damn, where'd that come from? Okay. Am I wearing eyeliner today? Do I look particularly fetching? What's going on here? <laughs> like, where are we? Thank you. <laughs> That's like sometimes people say, like, just the right thing, and you're like, wow that was it like one time a, a guy was behind me and I was just like grab me tighter and he just like came everywhere and I was like wait what just happened he was like it was so hot I was like all I said was hold me tighter and he was like that did it <laughs> <laughs> I had an I had an as you wish guy once that uh threw me over the edge because I used to be <laughs> obsessed with um you know the princess bride yeah so we'd and always say as you wish yeah, I, he didn't say it all the time. He just said it that one time, and then my panties dropped. Like it was. You're like, <laughs> okay, we're in. Yeah, as you wish. Also, okay, great. Let's do. This. I think it's always like sometimes I just want to write down. Like there are certain times someone will say something. They'll be like eating chicken nuggets, and they'll say something like that was so hot. Like let's get on it right now. And they're like, what the fuck? We're eating McDonald's. I'm like I don't <laughs> care. There's something in the McDonald's food. <laughs> Do they want a quickie though? Is that the plan? It's yeah. like a drive-through. Drive-through quickie. <laughs> it's a drive-by fucking. <laughs> Be like, you're gonna have to get good because we we got three seconds. <laughs> exactly. I'll do it myself. You watch. You finish. <laughs> All right. So, how can people find you and your mic? Your I podcast. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> I got where you're going. Um, I one day I'll have a mic. <laughs> um, you can find me. Um, my show Instagram is the Joy of Waffles, and then my personal. <laughs> it was Sex and Waffles, but Instagram does not like sex, so <laughs> we gotta bury it in the middle. Stand up comedy, sex ed, no spaces. Squeeze <laughs> like, it all in there. It just kind of looks like letters. Um, and then my personal account is Moss. Hosanna Joy, M-A-S, Hosanna Joy. And my website is therealsexandwaffles.com. The real sex and waffles? Is there a fake one? Well, yeah, sex and waffles was taken as a domain, but they don't actually exist. And then it wanted me to pay oh. 10 grand for the domain. And I was like, I got $10. What can we do? Right. <laughs> I was like, I do not have that kind of money. And then I tried to find the person to see if I could buy the domain, but it's like, it, they don't exist and it's taken no, they're on in all, china probably and it's taken yeah. on all the instagram handles like i couldn't be like 
sex and waffles I had to be the real sex and waffles I was like who is this and then I like researched it one guy was some guy like I think he was like in Atlanta he had like two pictures and I messaged him and like hey like this is my podcast my blog like could I take your name and he was like absolutely not I was like joy of waffles it is (laughs) (laughs) you could have just switched it to waffles and sex but sex and waffles does sound cool (laughs) (laughs) just flows (laughs) Right. Well, what I did, like, I, you know, my Instagram is stamp. Actually, I'm going to mention it in a little bit. But when I did my podcast, if you want to look it up on Apple, you have to look up the stand up comedy sex ed podcast, which I should not have done. But it's always the little thing. But somebody, but somebody did find me by just typing in stand up comedy and sex. So it is. The yeah. algorithm is working. That's it good. is working. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at stand up comedy sex ed and stand up comedy sex ed.com and Raylene And I've set up a Facebook group just for this podcast. So you can participate in polls, ask questions, and politely share an alternate point of view and generally let us know what you think of the episode. And you can also like me on uh, you know the Apple Podcast or wherever you happen to be listening. And you can leave comments. And if they're funny comments, I'll go ahead and read them. Uh, So please subscribe to the podcast. Share it with your friends because everybody needs to hear a little bit more about sex. Thanks you so much for coming on the show, show, Joy. You are a joy to have on a show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so great.